hey, Jim, look around the room right now. Everyone is here because of you. The moment I heard those words, it changed everything for me. And yet it changed nothing because I truly am what I always felt I was. I'm the connector. That clarity is what brings me to you and what drives this show, the Remote Start Podcast. Here, I connect my lifelong passion for bringing people together with my love of business and branding in hopes that these talks might better connect your community with what your company is all about. So let's figure out your brand. Let's figure out the target audience you want to serve and how we can use these two things to create an incredibly strong community for your business. I'm your host, Jim Doyon. Let's get something started. Remote Start Nation, as business owners, setting sales goals and targets for the year is important. But how much thought have you put into actually how you are selling? And if you're maximizing your time with each client, the question I ask you today is, are you serving or are you selling? I'm Jim Doyon, your host. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking with Brian McDonald. He's a partner in On Purpose Growth, and he spent his whole 23 plus year career in focusing on just that new revenue growth with a focus on superior sales strategy that created a track record of success by doing exactly what we're going to be talking about today serving versus selling to the client. Brian is on a mission to help entrepreneurs who have ambitious yearly or multi-year revenue goals actually fulfill that ambition. And he does it through a proven system he's going to share with us. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Brian to the show. Brian, what's going on, my man? What's up, Jim? It's awesome to be here, man. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. And I appreciate uh, the conversation, man. <clears throat> Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm stoked to have you. Totally. Uh, we got a little bit of chance to talk before, before this episode. And I love your story. I love your journey. And I can't wait to share that with the Remote Start Nation. So with that said, let's start. Like, Give us a little background on your business journey. Yeah, so I... Uh... Uh, I never dreamed, you know, as a little kid that I would be where I'm at, but I'm damn happy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm at. You know, I've been in sales my whole, uh, like you said, 23 plus uh, year career. Uh, you know, I started out in a, a corporate job for a year uh, when I graduated college. And um, I'll say one thing to explain how it went. Um, and I knew I had to leave corporate America. They, when I hit a year, they gave me a raise on Monday. And I quit on Friday because it didn't matter how much money they were paying me. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, after that, I got myself into uh, let's call it entrepreneurial sales situations where I was all, always um, given a desk and a phone told, here's what we do. Uh, let me know if you need help. Right. And I was on my own. Right. So, you know, maybe you want to call it an intrapreneur. Uh, and I always sold things that were um, invisible. I sold a lot of financial products, you know, and whatnot. And I started learning this uh, selling versus serving concept <clears throat> when I, uh, I won a trip uh, to the national, uh, probably sales conference, national conference for a large mortgage brokerage at the time. And my, uh, the branch manager took me. And I sat in a room of one of, of the top producing mortgage broker in the whole country out of the whole company. And the amazing thing, the way this guy started his story off was, he said, uh, two years ago, I fired every single broker in my office 
And I created a client-centric uh, sales strategy where I was the only broker uh, and it worked so well. He, he, he beat other brokerages that had multiple salespeople, right? Maybe up to 10 salespeople. Yeah. And what his strategy was is when he engaged with a, a client or a potential prospect, I should say, um, he had a hundred questions he would ask them, you know, maybe not every single one of them, but he found out as much as he could about that person. So when he made them an offer, they knew exactly why they were going to work with them. They knew the context, they knew the meaning. Uh, and like I said, it worked so well, this guy's office was the number one mortgage brokerage in the country. And this was a billion dollar mortgage, uh, wow. mortgage company. He was the number one guy and he didn't have any, any, any guys working for him. It was just him. So that was the, that was the kind of the, the inspiration to, you know, an approach this way. Uh, and, you know, being in the mortgage industry in, in 2008, I was doing loans for real estate investors. I was, um, I was investing in real estate myself and it was a perfect storm when 2008 hit, uh, the types of loans I was doing started disappearing Yeah, and the, and the rental market and the real estate market dropped where I had to, I had to go bankrupt. Right. Uh, I was actually, I had met my wife. And we were about to get married when this happened, and she still stuck with me. So I, I found a, myself a, a good woman. Like that's a keeper right together there. today. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, right after that, I just said, you know, how do I take those things I couldn't control? Right, the product yeah. I was selling was going away. Um, the real estate market I could not, I could not control. Maybe I was a little aggressive, but I asked myself, uh, what made me successful, and how can I repeat that? And, and what I did was um, I used a selling versus serving approach. Some people may call it client-centric. Uh, and when I, when I got back into, I got recruited into a business insurance company. And uh, I, I found out how, that, how they were unique, right? And they had a, an offering that, um, uh, I don't want to get into the details of it because it's kind of semantics, but uh, it was an offer that um, not many people in the company were using. Because it wasn't tradition, the traditional way of 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 getting new leads and getting opportunities, uh, and within within four months, five months, I was getting uh, opportunities to write uh, million dollar or more premiums. Uh, so, you know, I was back making six figures within the first year of uh, of going bankrupt. And uh, I want to I stop you right there, and I want to focus on something that you said that I think is really important. And you know, right now there's a lot of companies that are laying people off. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you went through a setback in 2009, which was bankrupt. And now you're trying to find a new opportunity to, to succeed. And something you hit on that I, I, I really want to hit home with a remote start nation is if you're in a position or maybe you just got laid off, or maybe you're trying to transition into a new position within your, your business, even uh, pivoting into the next stage, what you did, Brian, was you looked back and you saw like what you did that was successful. You looked mm -hmm. back and you analyzed what mm -hmm. got you to where you were before. And that's so important to do. And something that I, I think we, we kind of take for granted, like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, go back into this, or I'm going to start this new, this, this new, um, you know, project, but it's, it's going back to where we were and what we did right and learning that and understanding that going forward, it's almost like you, you take a huge leap ahead. It's like a head start because you're not, you're not starting over. 
No, I didn't. I didn't feel like I was starting over. Uh, maybe it was more of just a new direction, right? right? Because because uh, new direction doesn't mean starting over. It just means pivoting, right? And there and there's one thing I forgot. I left out of this. Um, not only when I uh, um, when that happened, did I think about how I um, looked at sales and looked at. Uh, uh, inter, uh, interacting with clients in a way that's, you know, uh, superb and, 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 and better than others. There was also another thing is one of the ways I, I got inroads in the mortgage industry is, uh, I befriended a guy. He, he, he liked me and I just kind of ran with it, who was running a real estate investor networking group. Uh, and I watched him build community and, and, and build this, so one of the other things I look back on when when it when it, it went things went sour for me was um, how else can I build community to get business to come to me or get people to buy in to me because you know many times sales is by buyers is assessed as an adversarial relationship right yeah. it's like I got to hide everything from you I got to lie cheat and, and steal so I get what I want and you don't you don't run me over. And I said, you know, I looked at the times we were in. Lots of people were using losing jobs. Lots of people fought, uh, felt like they were on an island. It was the world was getting rough. So I said, what's a what's a what's a what's a serving versus selling way for me to build community? So I started a networking group. Uh, and what I did was, uh, I utilized LinkedIn to do it to to pull the people close to me. Right? It was in the suburbs of of Chicago. Uh, I met with. Uh, three different people from that group. As I as I got them into the group, Monday through Friday at the very same Einstein Bagels. I mean, these people knew me, and I said, "Hey, here's what this is group is about. It's about helping each other. If you're coming here just to shoot people with your sales gun, this is not the place to to be. So let's let's go around and figure out how we can help each other. And also, if you like what you hear, go tell other people." we exist and bring them. Yeah. Uh, so it, it grew to over a thousand, I think it was maybe 2000 people in six months. And the very first in-person event that I had 250 people showed up. That's incredible. Right. Uh, and, and I made it all about them. I didn't make it about me. And what happened is because I made it all about them, they took care of me. I, yeah. I didn't, I, I, I didn't hurt for business. Uh, right. I mean, it, it took a little bit to get to get it going for people to understand what I do, who who I help. But I I I basically serve them, and by default, they served me. And and I think that's important because uh, serving versus selling has a lot is is others focused. Yeah. Building community is others focused as well. Right. So, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to, so my one question to that, was this when you were still working for another company? Uh, yeah, the, the, the bankruptcy and, 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 and going into insurance and this group, uh, it, it was the kind of the same time frame. I was yeah. in a, uh, oh crap mode. If I don't, if I don't figure this out, this is going to be a long-term problem. And just like you said, I just look back, like, what are the things that made me successful? Making sales about other people, 
and, and helping and building community and making that community about other people. Because the real estate investor group is where I found 75% of my business. Yeah. Like people came to me, right? All I did was have, have to help, you know, build the events, build community, help other people get connections. And by default, I got connections. So at what point, so you've got this networking group, it's going well, you're getting leads, you're crushing in your sales, your new sales job. So at what point did you say, okay, I'm ready to do my own thing? Yeah. Uh, so I had met my uh, uh, business partner, uh, Jeff, uh, during that time. And uh, he was talking about starting a company. Uh, and, he, you know, he kind of experienced how I interacted with people. And there was a lot of my, I did a lot of referral networking. So people would, they catch me talking about how I approach sales and people would come by, they say, Hey, let me buy you lunch. Let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you coffee. And just like teach them like, Hey, share with me kind of how you think about that. And I kind of got sick of that. You know, as I was getting sick of that at the same time, I had a guy, uh, a friend of mine who was a banker actually come to me and say, Hey, I don't want to be in banking anymore. I want to go to financial services and I want you to help me uh, succeed. So I literally, he was my very first client, right? I, he found me or he approached me and not him. And he yeah. said, I want you to coach me. And, and I, I remember I met him at his building for lunch every Monday. He paid me 50 bucks and I dumped on him. I taught him everything I know. And he said, Hey, I'm going to take everything I know about sales and my beliefs. I'm going to set it aside. And I'm just going to just dump on me. Right. And uh, within six months, he was top three in every metric his company uh, kept, and he was on a path to make uh, a half a million dollars that year. Uh, he actually called me uh, a year or two ago, and the firm, he eventually moved on to another firm. He, he called me to thank me because he he uh he basically said all the all the help and the uh the work we did together sat me uh set him up for where he was at today at that day and where he was at that day the firm he was working for was uh uh bought out by the largest uh privately held financial planning company in America and overnight he became a millionaire that's incredible right and so you called me that thank same you. Like, you know, he came to you, he asked you because he saw what you had done. You'd been involved in the community that you had created and you, you meet your business partner. So at that point it was like, I've got something here. Like I'm done working yeah. for someone else. Like I have to do this. Yeah. Um, I was working to be a partner in, uh, in an insurance firm at the time. And I literally gave it all back. Wow. Um, my business partner, Jeff said, Hey, here's what I want to do. I want to teach sales. I'm going to do the consulting side. I need, I need you to do the coaching side. He would sit in rooms and I would just coach people on the fly, just trying to help them, not like trying to be a coach, just saying, Hey, if you tried right. this, this, and this. And, uh, I, I was 86, 87% on my way to be a partner at this insurance firm. And I went one day and, and I quit, I gave it all back. Uh, I said, you can take it. I don't want anything from it. Uh, and I went from, you know, making six figures to zero. Uh, and, and I made the jump and it's, and and now I'm working on six figure months. That's incredible. Right? In my business, right? Like, like yeah. that's the goal. Like when, when I got to the point where I, I used to think the destination was like, oh, if I, if I could get to the, to the point of, you know, making 20, $30,000 a month, like that would be the mountaintop. 
And when I got yeah. to that mountaintop, I realized there's more here, right? Like this isn't, this isn't the end. This is actually just the beginning. So it's, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, I've, I, I you know, my approach, I, I guess some people would say is polarizing in sales and there's a bunch of traditional sales people who like traditional sales say, oh, that stuff doesn't work. And I tell you right now, I've got a, when, when, when clients hire me and when uh, my clients win, that's proof that it works, right? Right. Uh, it, it works if you work it right. And, and you have to actually give a crap about people, right? Well, the best part about serving rather than selling is you really are vested in how your client does, like you're serving them to get those results. Like that's why yep. you're doing it. Yep. I, I have a belief sales is changing, right? And if you, if you, if you don't notice that already, you're already, already behind, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to be sold to and everybody wants to, to buy, right? Like everybody knows the, uh, the, uh, stereotypical used car salesman, right? When I went to buy my, uh, uh, we bought my car, wife a car, like in the past nine months, I had to tell the sales manager, who, whoever the second guy, they you talk to the one guy and he brings over yeah. the clothes or whatever. I had to tell the second guy to stop lying to me or I was going to walk out because he was getting in the way of me buying a car. Wow. Right. I was like, hey, just stop lying to me. I'm trying to buy this car. And, and if you keep lying to me, I'm walking out the door like I'm I'm buying this car and I'm selling mine. I just want to know if you want to sell me a car and you want to buy this other one from me. Like I had to literally sell him, uh, tell him that because let's use that. Let's use that as an example right now to to really hit home the point of, you know, traditional sales is is dead and yeah. it's, it's now about serving versus selling. So in that scenario. The, the manager comes out and how would he approach you differently in a serving mentality? Uh, first of all, this is not a transaction. If you think this is a transaction, you've, you've already lost, right? Uh, you have to understand that you, you have to come in understanding that most people already understand 80% of what they want, right? We researched the car. We knew. Uh, so uh, it's, it, it's finding out what people where finding out uh, where people are going. Like, why is it that you want this, right? Why 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 is it important? Uh, and and where you and find out where you have to help them go, because the client or uh, prospects never buy the thing that you sell ever. They buy the help that they need. Mm. It's, that's a distinction, right? So if you're trying right. to slang, if this guy's trying to sell a car to me, right, the actual car, he's going to lose. But when he's, the help that I need is the help of actually, in this situation, just getting the car, right? Like yeah. the help I need is I got this car that I bought the lease on and I got to sell it to somebody and I, and, and I got to actually buy my car, another, uh, buy my wife, another car, right? So I mean, it's a, it's a slight, some people may say slight, some people may say a, a, a big kind of shift, but uh, he didn't come at me wanting to help me. He was just trying to get the most he could for that, that specific car he was trying to sell me yeah. without understanding that I, I would have actually paid more just to get in and get out. 
So it goes back to what you started the show with in the gentleman that you had met and the advice he gave of coming in and asking, you know, he, he grew his business to an an incredible level because he would ask every client that came through the door questions and the questions he would ask would unravel exactly what you just said. You wanted that car salesman to do to you. hundred percent. Every human being Right. So I'll say this first. This doesn't work if you're not uh, talking to or dealing with a human being. If you're dealing with a human being, this works, right? Because we all have an innate desire to be heard and understood. And, and, And because there is so much lack in the world of of people not understanding each other. And the, the only way they, the only way they, they try to get the other side to understand is by yelling louder. Yeah. Nobody actually listens. Right. So if you engage in a person to just understand kind of where they're at, what's going on, that's a problem, what they've tried to fix it, uh, you know, what type of effort they're trying to, to, to put in to, to, to get something, what type of time frame they're, they're working on. Uh, I believe prospects uh, will tell you 100% of the time, if you're listening and asking questions, a prospect will tell you exactly what to offer them and how to offer to them, right? There's conversation I have where I just literally repeat back to the prospect. So it sounds like this is your problem. It sounds like this is you what you want to have happen. It sounds like this is what it's costing you. And it sounds like this is how you want to be served. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I can do that. And they go, okay, perfect. Right. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Right? Like other than tell them what they told me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and, and here, actually, here's a story. So when I built that networking group, I was introduced to a lady uh, by another lady. These two ladies introduced me. Um, and the one lady the who I got introduced to was a prospect. When we met, she talked, we met for an hour. She talked for 55 minutes and I talked for five, yeah. right? I just kind of, uh, I just made her heard and uh, understood. Uh, and I made her an offer into her problems, right? And, and what was going on? And she said, she said, yes. She went back to the other lady and told her that I was one of the most interesting people she has ever met. Awesome. I didn't talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that just tells you how, uh, lacking in the world, one person's ability to make another person feel heard and understood, right? right? This isn't magic. This is, you can do it in, in, do it with integrity. And when you're doing it with integrity and you're listening and understanding to people, they're, they're searching for someone like you, right? They're searching for someone to be on their side of the table, right? Uh, because you know, the, the, a buddy of mine uh, on LinkedIn calls it value vomiting where a lots of salespeople just go in and value vomit yeah. and, 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 and it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. It, it, and some people may say, yeah, but you can create sales that way. And I say, perfect. Statistically, if you do high numbers of anything, you can make a result happen. That's right. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're reaching out to, if you're interacting with a hundred prospects, um, this is about maximizing, let's say if you, if you interact with a hundred, uh, a traditional person will get 10. Um, this is about figuring out ways 
to uh, get more out of that hundred? How do you get 20, 30, 50? Correct. Uh, where the traditional is, oh, if I get 10 out of a hundred, all I got to do is figure out how to do 200. Yeah. Right? And I'm and, not, I don't want to work. So I don't, I don't like that strategy. And I want to, I want to stop you there for a minute. Remote Start Nation, I want you to understand like, as you, Brian is talking most about business to business and, and actually having that interaction with someone face-to-face -face or online or whatever it is about asking the right questions instead of just talking. Don't just talk about how good you are. Don't just sell yourself. Like ask them the questions so then you understand and can identify the problem that they need solved and then mm -hmm. solve that problem. If it fits yeah. within what you're doing, if it doesn't fit, then there was a great conversation. Maybe they'll refer you, but don't be afraid to say, this is not a fit for what we're doing. Now on the flip side okay. of that, if you're in a business and you own a, a company that's direct to consumer or your, your end product, maybe you don't have the opportunity to have a face-to-face -face with your customer. That's where you have to do a lot more work up front. Mm -hmm. And that's where as a, as a business, as a community, you know, that's what we focus on with branding. Who is your community? Who is your customer? How can you serve them? And, you know, uh, you'll, you'll hear about avatar, you'll hear about your perfect customer. And I've talked a lot about this in, in past episodes. It's about understanding so well what yeah. your customer wants and understanding your brand well enough that you can put out a product that's going to add value for them and serve them without having to have that conversation. And your, your company voice, as we like to call it in the branding world, that's where you're having your messaging, your social media post, your email campaigns, anything that's going out, you're not selling. Mm -hmm. You're offering them a solution to what you know they need. There's a very big difference there. And just because Brian is talking about business-to-business -business transactions, that doesn't mean you can't apply what he's talking about to what you're doing. You just have to think of, about it in a little different way. So I invite you to, to have that mindset with whatever you're selling, whatever your business is, have that mindset and really listen to what Brian's saying in the, in the points of understanding your community, asking the right questions, and most importantly, serving versus selling. So Brian, I apologize for stopping. No, there. you're good. That was phenomenal. I love that. Cause, <laughs> cause here's what came up for me when you were saying that. Um, uh, I've, I've said this to clients and, and they say, yes, that's what it is. Like they, they verified this for me. This is a way of being, this is not, this is more of a way of being than a specific strategy. So uh, it, it feeds into a strategy, but uh, you said something there. Um, there's understanding the avatar. Oh, how do I say this uh, clearly? So people develop an avatar to sell something to them. Or what you described is, I want to develop an avatar to really understand them. And, and if I understand them, then I will be able to, those people will get the help that they need. There's a, I'm, I'm hoping people hear the distinction in this, right? It's very internalized for me. Um, it, it's, it's when you really, really understand them, get into the psychographic profile, not just the demographic, right? Like how do they live? Really understand them. So, and put yourselves in their shoes because then that's what will help you not only serve, that's what will help uh, clients and partners show up, right? right. And, and, and another thing too is, this way of being 
shows up best when 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 something happens that you said is when not selling some not selling something to somebody is always an option. So for me, anytime I anytime I interact with with prospects, the end of that conversation always for me is I'm going to tell them I can't help them. That's right. an option, right? What it does is it keeps me in a certain space, and it also helps me let's say, uh, keep away non-ideal clients, right? Because if if you're working with a certain avatar and you really know them, you're really uh, efficiently being able to work with them. When you get a, a degree off, it can cause havoc in your business, right? right? It so, takes up time that you don't, yep. don't want to spend. It, it's not as fun because you're not working with the person you want to work with. There's mm-hmm. a lot, of, you know, a lot of times I hear, younger business. And I, I was guilty of the same thing in my, in my agency with Woodward movement for a lot of years where we would take on any new project because we were so excited to be growing. And you know what? I won't, I will say that sometimes that turns into either the client can grow and grow mm-hmm. with you. And you have to understand those. And you have to, you have to say like, it's not always a no, if you can ask them enough questions and understand enough to realize that there's potential or they could lead to a referral for a bigger opportunity or, yeah. you know, whatever it is, but you have to like, before you go into just accepting somebody as a client, I think you have to understand them and their business model and their goals mm-hmm. enough to truly say, this isn't a good fit or, you know what, it's not a good fit now, but it's worth the extra time and energy that's going to take away from someone else because it could turn into a big opportunity. And and I've seen that both ways, right? Uh, one, you have to, uh, in my opinion, you have to resolve with yourself first that uh, it's okay that sometimes I'm going to cross people that aren't a good fit, right? right. Uh, and, because if you don't give yourself permission, you're just going to try to figure out how to sell everybody from everybody from six ways from Sunday, and and there's a reason why bought the buyer psychology has a default of this is an adversarial relationship, right? Uh, that's not good. You can't help anyone, right? Uh, that way. Uh, so you have to do things that that break down that wall and show people that ultimately, uh, uh, I was doing a roundtable yesterday and what what uh, with a group of uh, entrepreneurs and they came up with it's trust. It's how do you develop trust? And trust has nothing really to do with how your product and service can, you know, resolve a problem with uh, a prospect or a client. A trust has to do with the experience they have with you, right? I I think, what's the saying? Um, They don't care what you say. They care how you made them feel. That's, you know, right? So this is about giving people an experience. And sometimes they just say, "I'm, I'm not really sure you know what it is about uh, Jim, but I I just really like him. I trust him. Like I'm 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 going to run with him. Uh, and two, I've had people literally tell me, Brian. I've, I was talking to other uh, people for help in sales, and everybody was uh, was less expensive. And I went with you because I trust you, and you're clearly the one that just understands me and my business better. Well, it goes back to exactly what you your story about you know, the lady that you had got introduced to that she yep. spoke for 55 minutes and you spoke for five, but I guarantee you those five minutes that you spoke, you made her feel 
like she was like you were solving the biggest issue she has. Yep. Cause I, cause I, I was able to take what she had just told me, her concerns, her cares, you know, where she was going and, and make offers, make an offer into those that, that, that helped take care of all those uh, where she made an assessment that her life was better off with me in it than without me. Right. And that's really like, sometimes what I'll hear is, uh, uh, Hey, uh, Brian, when you're, when you're describing what you do after they talk and they say, you describe what you do, it sounds like me, Brian. I'm like, I know because you just painted the picture for me. Right. And I can yeah. actually help you with the problems that you have. Right. So it's, uh, this is, this is as much as a way of being a mindset, um, you know, kind of all wrapped up in one and, and there's not really many scripts right? Uh, I can't because it, it, you, it has to be internalized. Right. And I mean, I've had clients, I have a client this year took this approach and he, he, uh, uh, he generated a million dollars, uh, in his first year. Wow. Yeah. Right. And he, and for six months prior to me meeting him, he hadn't sold a thing. Zero. He was six months into his business, hadn't sold a thing. And a lot of times too, it's about, it's just, it's, if someone can grasp the concept of serving, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to get a lot better results like you just explained. But in the end, I feel like you're, you're going to be so much happier with yourself. Right. Totally. Right. This is about, uh, for me, fulfillment, right. When my clients win, it, it feels good to me. Right. And they, and they, and they stick around, right. They, they, they want, uh, they want to figure out how, that we can continue to, to partner, right. It's their idea, not mine, right. As yeah. much as I want it. Right. Uh, and I, I believe I just, I, it also gives me the ability, the permission to build the life and the business that I want, because I also, you know, in this way, I, I'm, I'm serving myself. How do I articulate this? Like I will turn people down if, if, and they have the problems that I solve, but I just, we're not vibing. Right. right. It's like, ah, we, we just, we're kind of like oil and water. I'll, like, Hey, I, I, I don't think I can help you. And I'll, re- I'll refer them out. And they're like, huh? Right. You didn't try yeah. to sell me something. Right. And maybe that's it too, is giving the people an experience where they don't feel like they're being sold something. Yeah. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a really good point. There's one more thing we, we don't have too long of the episode left. So one other, I'm, I'm switching the direction a little sure. bit, but it has to do with, you know, being an entrepreneur and we've been focusing a lot on the serving versus selling, which Brian, honestly, I think this is, there's so much value here in this episode. Yeah. I, I hope the remote start nation, I hope you get as much from this as I did having this conversation with Brian. It's been incredible. So thank you for that, Brian. Oh, thank you, man. Um, But you know, you, you as an entrepreneur, you're very involved with your community. And we talked a little bit about the community you started, but I'm talking about, you know, being a board member and and all the other things that you do within your community. Can you hit on the value you feel there? Like why you do that? Like why should, as, as an entrepreneur, why should we get involved in our community around us and, and the importance that that brings to just us as business owners it's not just about the selling right 
Like yeah. it's, it's a bigger picture. Will you hit on that a little bit for me? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, uh, I'm glad you asked me this question. I was thinking about something the other day and I remembered it. I hadn't thought about it for a while. And it's so relevant here is, and I'll explain this is I, I cross something sometime that says what you give away, you get to keep. Mm. Right. So the, the, if I'm out there, uh, giving with like helping other people, giving away my time, giving away my knowledge, not, not in a passive aggressive way, but like donating it. Right. I, I sit on the board of, uh, of an accelerator. I run a, a, a Christian men's nonprofit that none of these things I get paid for when I give away my time and, and wisdom and knowledge, those things give back to me the same. They, they, when, when I give it with no strings attached, it's like life becomes easier for me, right? I'm not there expecting it. Like it's not a tit for a tat, but I get relationships that I would have never had before. I get uh, people to open up, you know, uh, because open up to me that may not have ever opened up to me. Um, And and I actually get smarter, meaning like the, the accelerator that I'm on, I learn about businesses and problems in places that I've maybe never been exposed to before. And, and the more I learn about that, the better I can make my business or better how I can make, help my clients make a better business. Right. So it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like this, this, I don't know, not a yin and yang. It's kind of like when, when I, when I give it, when I give it out, things come back to me in threefold. I don't, I don't care what they look like. I, they don't have to be specific things. I just know and I'm, if I move in this direction without any strings attached and I go help a bunch of other people, help is just, or, or good things are just going to fall in my lap and they do all the time, right? Uh, and I think if, if people take that perspective and, uh, and understanding that if I want to grow, I have to give away, yeah. uh, and, and it's key here, not in a passive aggressive. It's a, uh, uh, um, if I give away help, help is going to come to me in areas of my life that, that, that I, I, I may need it down the road. Am I making Would sense? You say that being involved the way you have in these, in these groups and donating your time, do you feel like that's been a, a, a big reason for your growth in your business? Would oh you- my God. Totally. Uh, 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 I think it's one of the key ingredients. Yeah. Because hey, so um in the networking group that I did in in like 09, 010, uh I was in financial services and you know, I would meet people in transition. I'd try to make connections for them, help help them get a job. There are some C-level executives today. I'm thinking of somebody specific, um, a CFO that if I call him today, he picks up the phone because I gave away my time. I gave away my network. I gave away, yeah. Hey, go talk to this person or that person. You should, you should talk to this person. And it, not like I call him all the time, but Tim's going to call me back. Right. It's he's, he doesn't have a, a, a barrier up. Right. And, and, and if I've got something for Tim say, Hey, Tim, I got a resource. I met somebody. I think they can help you. He usually takes it just to listen because he trusts me. Right. right. Uh, and, and he's brought me into things. So I I didn't plan it that way, right? But that's the result of it. If things right. like that happen, barriers are broken. That's that's a great great point. Kind of caps off the rest of the awesome conversation we've had. I know our time's coming to an end. You know, let's let's really quick let the remote start nation know where they can find you and you know how you can help them. 
Yeah. So uh, anybody can, I, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Uh, so uh, you can find me there, uh, linkedin.com uh, forward slash in forward slash McDonald Brian. All of my social media handles are my last name, first name, Brian with a Y. Um, and at all point, at all times, uh, you can go to my website, my personal website, mcdonaldbryan.com. It sticks with that theme that I will always have, no matter if you're listening to this, the day we record this or five years from now, that'll point you in my direction. People will always be able to get a hold of me there. Awesome. And what's the one biggest takeaway you can leave the remote start nation with that we hit on today? Uh, traditional sales is dead. And if you don't make the pivot to serving people now, uh, your career or business in sales will be over. Excellent. Well, that remote start nation, I hope you learned as much as I did today and can put some of what Brian shared with us to work for you. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you all for joining me on this journey as I help you to start your business, grow your brand, and get connected with your community. So remember, please leave a comment, subscribe, DM us. Share this episode with your community who you think could learn from what you heard today. Until next time, go start something, start today, and go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action. Until next time. Well, we've come to the end of another episode. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my passion of bringing people together through business and branding in hopes to connect you with your community. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Woodward Movement, the leader in brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. Check out our remotestartpodcast.com for more episodes and our social channels to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you build a strong community for your business. I'm Jim Doyon. Thank you for connecting.